everybody, Fletch from All Things Overlanding here. Um, on today's episode of the podcast slash vlog, we're going to be talking about cold weather camping. Um, right now it's not super cold actually, it's November, what is today? November 2nd. Uh, this is Ethan by the way, my six-year-old. So it's obviously not that cold because he's even out here with me, although I will say, and I know some of you guys listen, some of the dads from Cub Scouts, uh, we were supposed to go camping in a week and they all wussed out, so we're not going in a week. So kind of just out of spite, I brought him out here today because it's going to be about the same temperature in a week. Um, just to show him that if a six-year-old can do it, they ought to be able to do it. But anyways, um, we're going to talk a little bit about cold weather camping. We're going to talk about some of the benefits of camping in the cold. We're going to talk about some of the challenges of camping in the cold. And then we're going to talk about some pieces of gear that will make it much better for you if you are camping in the cold. Um, so if you want to learn more about that, stay tuned. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right, guys, as I mentioned um, earlier... We are going to be talking about cold weather camping. We're going to talk about the benefits of it. We're going to talk about the challenges of it. And then we're going to talk about what gear you need to make it a fun time. Um, as I mentioned, personally, I prefer to camp in the winter slash fall. Um, fall is probably my favorite time to go camping. Um, but I even go in the winter. I've pretty much the last two or three years, I've gone in January or February every single year um, for at least a three-day trip. So... Let's start by talking about the benefits of camping in the cold. Um, a couple of my favorites are, there are no bugs. So if you do not like bugs, like we don't, right Ethan? We don't really like bugs because they're annoying, they keep you up at night, they bite, you get bug bites, you get stung, you, you know, they're just they're crawling all over your stuff, they're in your food, they're buzzing in your ears, it's just no fun. Um, so we really don't like bugs. So as soon as it starts to, the temps start to drop, that is the time to go camping because now there are no more bugs. Um, so that's benefit number one benefit number two is and this is a big one for me and if you listen to the last podcast you'll know what I'm talking about I hate camping in the rain like I hate it it's the worst thing the last time I went on a trip as I mentioned in the last episode and I won't go super deep into it my awning collapsed on top of my tent right as I woke up at like 7 o'clock in the morning filled everything with water mud everywhere just the worst like it was like a conspiracy. I was like, is someone punking me right now? Like, it was awful. Um, when it gets cold enough, you don't have to worry about rain anymore. And snow is actually really pretty. It's a lot of fun to drive in. It's, it gives you a good challenge. It totally changes um, sort of the feel of a trail, if you will. So if you've been down, you know, some gravel roads and things like that that weren't challenging at all before, you add a few inches of snow to it, and all of a sudden it's a totally different trail. It's drier. You don't have to worry about getting soaked as much. Um, again, it, it just makes things a lot more fun, in my opinion. Plus, it's pretty, just nice to be in. Um, so those are a couple of the benefits of camping in cold weather. Another benefit is, you know, fires are really nice when you go camping. They're good for cooking food over, but there's a, an element of, like, just happiness and comfort. In the summer, having a fire can be awful. 
it can actually be worse because it's so hot. You don't even want to get near the fire. You're sweating. It's just awful. But there's nothing like the smell and the feel of a, of a fire in the fall. All right, I guess I'll tell you guys a funny story that I haven't told a lot of people, but there were a couple people that I know that probably listened to this that were there when this story happened. So I got a nickname a couple years ago, and that nickname is Fire Pants. Um, and the way that I got that nickname was we were camping, I think it was like January 5th, a year ago. It was like negative five at night and like 10 during the day. So it was actually like legit cold. It was so cold that at night we were standing around the fire and I actually got so close that my pants started to melt a little bit. They were like polyester-y kind of like overlander, you know, camping type hunting pants, whatever you want to call them. And my pants actually started to melt. They didn't actually catch on fire. They just got a little melty and it wasn't great. But so from that, I got the nickname Fire Pants. So don't get too close to the fire, but the fire does feel really good and can make, you know, even a negative five night feel pretty good standing around talking with your buddies, drinking a beer. So um, that's a story that I probably shouldn't tell on this, but you know what? That's what this is for, sharing, right? So that story is done now. Um, so that's pretty much, I think those are kind of the big three benefits for me. The fire feels great, there are no bugs, and you don't have to worry about rain, right? Um, so let's talk a little bit about the downsides of camping in the cold, right? There are a lot of them if you don't like the cold. Um, it's cold. <laughs> that's downside number one. So if you don't have the proper gear, if you're not dressed warmly enough, if you don't have, you know, big thick wool socks, um, your feet are going to be cold. If you don't have waterproof boots and you're in the snow, you're going to get wet, right? And that can be miserable. So there are definitely some downsides. Um, again, when it's cold, it's going to be cold. Um, if you're not prepared for snow and, and weather like that and don't have the right gear, then that's going to be pretty bad too. Um, other downsides, you could look at this as a downside too. Like I mentioned earlier, when you throw in a little bit of like cold temps and possibly snow or ice, um, it changes the trails. Now, in my opinion, I think it makes it more fun because there's a little bit more challenge. So maybe some of these trails, you know, around where I am, there's nothing super challenging on the trails, but you throw a little bit of snow on it and that can be fun for me. But it could also be dangerous, right? Like you could have an accident. Um, it could make things more dangerous. Um, so that could be a downside too. It could be a positive if you like that kind of stuff or if you don't or you're not a big, you know, snow driver, then it could be a downside too. Um, so those are a couple of downsides. Um, but I mean, really, I have a tough time coming up with downsides compared to benefits, personally. I personally think that camping in, in colder weather is the way to go. I apologize for the wind here. As you can tell, we're outside. I wanted to do something a little different. We decided to go camping this morning, right, Ethan? So this morning we just decided, hey, well, you know what? It's 40-something right now. It's going to get down in the high 20s. We're fine with that. We're big boys. So we decided to come out. Um, but I, So we decided to shoot this episode live out here in the middle of Virgin National Forest. Um, this episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. So yeah, so we've touched on benefits of camping in the cold. We've touched on sort of the downsides of camping in the cold. So kind of the last piece that I want to touch on is gear, right? So now that I've been camping slash overlanding, if you will, 
um, for the last few years in like frigid temperatures. And where I'm from, I'm from Southern Indiana. When I was a kid, we used to go camping in the winter all the time and we did not have the proper gear. So like we would go out and go camping and my parents would actually be flabbergasted the next morning when they'd wake up and we'd come walking in because they didn't think we'd make it for an hour out there. They just figured we'd come back inside, but we stayed the whole night outside. And we had, you know, little kids sleeping bags. They weren't even rated for a temperature. Um, and we slept in our boots and our snow clothes and our gloves and our hats and everything. And we just shivered all night and didn't sleep. But we just refused to give up and go in. Um, now that I've gotten a little older, you know, gotten a little bit more independent. I've got some money now where I can actually buy the right gear for the right uh, setting. You know, fleece is a nice thing to have. I'm a big fan of these pants, and I can put a link to them in the in the description below. But they're really nice and warm. They're like mostly, uh, I think like canvas, or I, I don't know. I'll put a link to them below so you can see more about them. But they're super hardy. They're nice and tough. They're not polyester, so they're not going to melt if you're standing close to a fire, which is nice. Um, but they're nice and warm. And then I throw, you know, you don't have to. Again, everybody talks about all this gear. There is definitely some really expensive, really nice winter gear that you can go out and buy. Some North Face jackets, things like that. I actually have an old North Face jacket that's all beat up that I use for oil, when I'm doing oil changes in the winter and stuff like that that I wear when I go camping. It's covered in oil. It looks gross, but it is a North Face jacket. It is nice and warm. Um, but you can go cheap, too. So, like, under my, my, you know, hunting pants, whatever you want to call them, I've just got some cheapy Walmart uh, sweatpants. But so by doubling up, by adding those layers, it can make you a lot warmer. So I always wear two layers. I wear my wool socks, sometimes two pairs if it's, like, negative temperatures. Um, you know, a t-shirt, a long sleeve shirt, a fleece, and then a jacket. Um, recently I also got this item that I'm really excited about. And it's probably not going to get cold enough tonight to use it, but on future trips and on this year's winter trip, I'm definitely going to use it. I actually got a heated vest. And again, I'll probably do a video review of this thing too, because it's actually kind of exciting. I'm a little fat for it. Like it fits me kind of tight. So I'm about six foot two, about 220 pounds. 220. We'll, we'll go with that. Um, but if it's me nice and tight in the torso, so again, I'll put a link below. It's universal. You can zip up different zippers on the side to expand it or, you know, collapse it. Um, so it should fit most folks. But if you're a bigger guy, it may not fit you, just FYI. Um, but the thing hooks up to any kind of battery pack that you've got, and it will heat the vest. It has like four heating elements on the front and like six on the back, so 10 total heating elements. You plug it into any sort of power bank and let it go and it just heats you up. And I'm super excited about that. That's kind of, that's kind of glamper-ish, I know. But, you know, hey, I'll take it. it. That kind of comfort you can't buy. And that way I don't have to step into the fire and, and light my pants on fire. So um, you can get stuff like that, but I wouldn't rely on it, right? Like anything like that, any sort of technology or anything that requires battery charge is not something you want to rely on. That's something that I'm gonna bring just to make it better, right? Um, but so again, wear a t-shirt, wear a long sleeve shirt, wear a fleece, wear a hoodie, and then wear a jacket. And that way you can always take layers off. Um, so that's important. Um, for nighttime, you wanna be very careful. There are things like the buddy heater. Um, there's a propane heater that you can get the, that attaches to the top of a Coleman propane tank. I've got one of those, it works really well. Um, you just wanna be careful with anything that's burning propane in your tank from a safety standpoint. You don't want it to eat up all the oxygen. You don't want it to fall over and burn, You know, set your stuff on fire. Um, so what I will usually do with that is I will run it for a little bit before I go to sleep, turn it off, and then if you've seen those hot hands, I'll put a link to those down below too. I buy them in bulk. Um, but you get those things. You pop a couple of those in your pockets or just throw them in your sleeping bag and they will heat that thing up and it is amazing. 
he's so warm that he's taking his clothes off now. I don't know why. Um, but so, yeah, so hot hands are also a nice little inexpensive thing that you can get um, just to kind of make your trip a little bit better. Um, sleeping bag, obviously, keep in mind, and I'm no expert on this, but I, I know a little bit, I've done a little bit of research. The, the degree rating on the bag is not a comfort rating. What it is is it's a survivability rating. So if you have a zero degree sleeping bag, that doesn't mean you're gonna be comfortable and warm in zero degree temperatures. It means you won't die if you're in that sleeping bag. It'll keep you warm enough to survive. So you wanna keep that in mind. You wanna bring extra wool blankets or you know extra things with you or get a colder uh, temperature bag if you plan to sleep a lot in zero degree or negative degree temperatures. Um, so if you have a 40 degree bag, that just means you're gonna survive at 40. That doesn't mean you're gonna be comfortable. So you just wanna be conscious of that. Make sure you have the right type of sleeping bag, the right temperature, make sure that you're wearing enough layers because again, you can never go wrong. Like the best thing is to be like, man, I'm too warm, let me take another layer off. The worst thing is to say, I have every article of clothing on that I have with me and I am freezing and I'm not gonna sleep tonight. And I'm gonna be uncomfortable and it's gonna be awful. Um, if you are ever in that situation, and I have been there before where I was not necessarily prepared, I was really cold, you can get in your vehicle and turn it on and sleep in the driver's seat. It's not ideal, I, you know, it's not great for the environment to run your truck all night. It's not really great on your vehicle to run all night either. But if it's a situation where you're like, I can't sleep at all and I'm not sure if I'm gonna survive this, get in the truck, turn it on, get out of there, or get in the truck and turn it on and sleep in there. I've done that maybe once or twice. Uh, when I went to Michigan a couple of years ago, it got down to like negative 15. And I was like, you know what, tents are for dummies, I'm out. And I went and I laid down all my seats in the truck and I threw my sleeping bag in there and I laid in the truck. It still wasn't that great because the air gets up underneath the truck, comes through it. Um, but I put everything that I could down underneath of it. I brought, I always have in my truck a couple of those reflective uh, windshield things. And the reason for that is I actually lay them under my sleeping bag to reflect the cold air down and my warm air back up at my body. And those actually work pretty well. Um, so again, those are just some tips. Those are some things that I've learned over the years, but you know, definitely I would recommend Googling more like cold weather camping videos and things like that, just to kind of make sure that you've got a good grip on it. Um, again, though, my personal experience kind of summarizing this, I love this weather. Fall is the best. Winter is the second best in my opinion. Um, there's no one out. It's easy to find a campsite. You know, there are a ton of benefits. There are some downsides if you're, if you're averse to cold, you know. Um, I'm more of a cold-blooded person. I like it when it's cold. Um, so if you have the right gear and stuff, then you can have a great time. You can get out here with the place. You don't have to mess with the crowd. You don't have to mess with a lot of competition for campsites, and you have a great time. So again, I hope that was helpful for you guys. Sorry again about the wind. I know it's been going constantly. I've listened to this a few times throughout the video and uh, kind of restarted. It just kind of seems to be blowing nonstop, so sorry about that. Um, but that's what happens when you record live, right? So thank you guys again for listening on the podcast. Thanks, everybody, on YouTube for watching. Thanks, Ethan, for being my co-host on this, even though you didn't talk a whole lot and you're messing with your pants the whole time. Um, but we'll see you guys next week.